Hey folks, Pastor Josh here. Hey, how's it going? Hope all is going well with you today. We are continuing in our study of the, the role of an evangelist in the local church. This is an article by Dr. Hal Welb, Hal Webb, excuse me, evangelist. And we are going to be, that is going to be linked in the description of the video below and the, in the podcast as well. It's going to be linked in there. You can check out the article for yourself. We have looked in the past couple of podcasts. We have looked at the qualifications of an evangelist, and this was based on Hal's own um, experience of 65 years as an evangelist. And we looked at the problems faced by an evangelist in the last podcast. If you want to see those, go ahead and uh, look those up in the podcast uh, video uh, sections. If you're watching the video, if you're listening to the podcast, they're in the queue there uh, in the list of list of episodes. Now, today we're going to be looking at an important one called the role of an evangelist. What is what is the evangelist's role, and and what is it? What is the importance of it? And I'm going to have some scriptures for you, so you have to write these down. So if you have some time, get a sheet of paper and a pen or pencil or something to write with. And let's let's look at these things together. The role of an evangelist uh, is, is a very um, effective role. It should be. And it's a very important role. When I, when I think of evangelists that were effective, I think of Billy Graham. He was effective, very effective as the uh, and an and, and, and effective speaker and effective uh, person for Christ to do that which God wanted him to do. No scandal in his life, anything like that. Franklin Graham, great evangelist. These kinds of people, these kinds of things. There's many evangelists out there now, but today's day and age of evangelists is different than what it was in the 50s and 60s and 70s. But the role of the role of an evangelist today, stepping stones of faith. I'm Pastor Josh. I'm your host for this. This is the third installment of this article, the role of an evangelist in the local church by Dr. Hal Webb as an evangelist. Now, number one, first role of an evangelist is that they are ambassadors for Christ. And here's the scripture I want you to write down. 2 Corinthians 5.20. The gist of that scripture is we are ambassadors for Christ. Number two, salvage reclaimers. Salvage reclaimers. The scripture for this I want you to write down is 2 Corinthians 5.18. And the gist of that scripture is this. To us, the ministry of reconciliation. The evangelist, the, the the role of an evangelist is is to is to do the work of God, be an ambassador for Christ, and then to bring the others back as well as bring people to the cross. Another role for of the evangelist number three is a to to be a troubleshooter. To be a troubleshooter. Isaiah. 58 1 it says cry aloud spare not show their transgression in other words bring people to the point of understanding where they are so they can come to the lord and be better than they are okay number four peacemaker 
we're peacemakers, if we're evangelists, pastors, and, and, and even as Christians, we're to be peacemakers. And it says, lead quiet and lead a quiet and a peaceable life. Godless, God, godliness, honesty. That's out of First Timothy 2.2. So, so far, here's where we are. We are on number four. And we're halfway through this beginning of this list. So I'm going to go ahead and give you those scriptures again so you can write them down. Number one, we're to be ambassadors for Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.20. Number two, we are to salvage reclaimers. In the scripture, that is to us, the ministry of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5.18. We're to be troubleshooters. And it says to cry aloud, spare not, show their transgression. Isaiah 58. One, number four, peacemaker, lead quiet and peaceable life, godliness and honesty, 1 Timothy 2.2. Now moving on. We're to be humble, a humble servant. Now don't be proud. Don't be proud. There's so much in scripture that talks about humility and the servant of God being humble. And it says here in James 4.10, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. James 4.10 Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. It's important to, to understand we're to be humble before God. We're not to, we're not to be, um, we're not to be proud. We can be proud and boast in the Lord, but we're, but we're not to be boasters and braggarts and all those things. Okay? We're to be a soul seeker. Remember in the last video, we had talked about the the um, having no compassion for the lost. Okay, having no compassion for the lost. So that's the problem we face, but it's also something we're supposed to be as a soul seeker. Having compassion for the lost and seeking souls. And it says in Acts three nineteen is the scripture for this one. Acts three nineteen, repent, be converted. Sins blotted out. Paul said it all the time. Repent and be baptized. He was a soul seeker. Number seven, push for confession. Push for confession. This is important. It's not the words that we speak when we pray the sinner's prayer, but it's the heart that's behind it. Okay? Push for confession. What, what, what he's saying here is, is help people to understand where they are in their sin, not not condemning them, not um, not telling them they're going to hell, but helping them to realize where they are in in their current situation, and how how much better it would be in Christ, and push for that confession. And the scripture goes along with that is 1 John 1, 9. It says, if we confess our sin, 1 John 1, 9 and 10, right? If we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So push for that and use that scripture. If you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you for your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. It is important to understand, to help those understand that. It is, it is so important 
We must help people to understand that because God knows, God knows that we we need to go back to the Lord as a nation, as as, as a as a people, as a society. Number eight, a pastor backer. Worthy of double honor in 1 Timothy 5, 17. It's important to back the pastor of a church. If you are ministering in a, in a um, church, local body, local church, a pastor calls to have you come in and um, minister to his congregation, back that pastor up. Now, I'm, I'm not going to say that you should... Um, get with the pastor and say, here's what I'm going to preach. How does it line up with what's going on in your, I, I think we should be led of God in evangelistic preaching, but understand don't downplay, don't discourage people from listening to the pastor that they are sitting under. Back them, back them because it's because these people are sitting in every each week in their in their seat or in in their pew and they're listening to the same person every week deliver messages and they at some point they either they either like the the the, the messages or they're not satisfied not feeling like they're being fed and if you are not a pastor backer you can split a church you can give um you can give license to these people who are unsatisfied in their own way of life not necessarily in not nearly not necessarily unsatisfied in the way the pastor's preaching but unsatisfied in the fact that they are not they are not um s- surrendering to god and giving them license to say well he said he didn't he didn't agree with this pastor so we can go ahead and go we can go ahead and leave we don't know god might want them there so back the pastor Back the pastor. So what was our, our, our next ones here? Number five, to be a humble servant. That scripture was found in James 4.10. To be a soul seeker, that is found in Acts 3.19. We're to push for confession, that's found in 1 John 1.9. Where to be where to back the pastor or be a pastor backer, first Timothy 1 17. Those were the last, the next four. Now let's continue on. Four more. A youth lover. You're you're you know, here's what is so interesting about being an evangelist, and it, and it's important as a pastor, even to love youth in the church. The youth are the ones that are going to keep the church going. They're the ones that are going to push it to the next generation or push it to the next level. So we're to love the youth in our church as as pastors as well as evangelists. Love the youth. They're the ones that are the next generation of evangelists, pastors, preachers, and teachers, some of them. And, and, And the rest of them are going to help the church to grow. Be a youth lover. Coming from Ecclesiastes 
12.1, remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. Push youth to trust God. Push youth to rely on God. I used to teach a youth Sunday school class, and I, and I would always push them to get things nailed down in their heart at a young age of 13, 14 years old, which was things like for them to make it relatable to them. What college are you going to go to? You're, you're just starting high school. What college are you going to go to? Start praying now so you can, you, when it comes to the point when you're looking at colleges, you already know what God's speaking to you. Get it nailed down now. Get these things nailed down now. Surrendering yourself to God. These are things I would share with the youth when I was a youth Sunday school teacher. Love the youth. They're the ones that are going to grow the church when we're gone. Challenge to love. This is an important one. Challenge to love. John 13, 34 says, love one another. Challenge to love. We 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 deal with this in a in a regular thing very often in ministry. Pastors, preachers, teachers, evangelists. There are preconceived notions about society and about ways people are perceived. And it's hard to for some people to love others. And it is so important for them to love others, to love people. And I always push people to love the what I what I what society would call what society would call the unlovely. Christ loves them. We should show them love as well. So we should challenge people to love others. Number eleven, raise level of loyalty. Loyalty to the local body. Loyalty to the Lord. And this is found in Hebrews 10, 25, and 26. The gist of that is forsake not the assembly. In other words, and you're you are listening to this and watching this on the internet, and I understand that, but don't forsake the local body, right? The evangelist should be pushing and pressing others to continue in the local body. What God would want them to do. Be loyal to the pastor, be loyal to the church, be loyal to the Lord first, and he, he will direct your path, whether he wants you in that church or not, whether he wants you sitting under that pastor or not, he will direct you and you follow that. You're loyal to the Lord, you're loyal to the local body, you're loyal to your pastor. That's what evangelists should be pushing for. And number 12, the final one here, rekindle purpose. Found in John 15, 16. Chosen, ordained to go and bear fruit. We all need everyone that we, we, we love, we know, we cherish. Everyone should have some sort of, be should, some, should be rekindled in their purpose. Why are we Christians? Why are we here? Why are we doing the things we're doing? Because God has chosen us. He's ordained us to bear good to go and bear fruit, right? So we have to be evangelists need to rekindle the purpose of the individual in the local church and 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 rekindle the purpose of the pastor of that local church to go and forth and do that which God wants that church to do in the local vicinity of where they're at. 
It is important. It is an important thing to do. So, remember, the 12 things evangelists are supposed to be doing. And I'm going to give you the last four. Number nine, there to be a lover of the youth. And that's found in Ecclesiastes 12.1. And it says, remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. Number 10, challenge to love. John 13, 34 says, love one another. Number 11, raise the level of loyalty. And that's found in Hebrews 10, 25 and 26. Forsake not the assembly. And number 12, chosen, ordained to go and bear fruit. That's found in John 15, verse 16. So these are things that the evangelists should be doing. This is the role of the evangelist. This is the role of what, he, when, it, when an evangelist comes into a church, these are the things he should be doing for that local body. That, that evangelist isn't going to be there forever. He's not going to be the one pastoring that church. He's in there for a weekend or maybe five nights, three nights, whatever. And he's in there ministering and doing revival meetings and doing, and his role is these 10 things, 12 things. These 12 things are his role in that local body. And those things are to build up that particular church he's in so that they can go forth and do what God wants them to do. So if you're if you're wanting to be an evangelist, or maybe God's called you called you to be an evangelist, these 12 things should be your role. And what are those 12 things? Let's go through them really quickly one more time with the scriptures. We are ambassadors for Christ found in 2 Corinthians 5.20, number one. Number two, we salvage reclaimers in 2 Corinthians 5.18. Number three, we are troubleshooters, found in Isaiah 58.1. Number four, we're peacemakers, found in 1 Timothy 2.2. 2. Number five, we are humble servants, found in James 4. 10. Number six, we are soul seekers found in Acts 3.19. We push for a confession found in 1 John 1.9. We back our we, we back the pastor of the local body found in 1 Timothy 5.17. Number nine, we love the youth found in Ecclesiastes 12.1. Number 10, we challenge to love others. John 13, 34. We raise the level of loyalty to the local body found in Hebrews 10, 25 and 26. And we rekindle the purpose found in John 15, 16. Those are the things found in this particular section called the role of an evangelist here on the podcast. This article will be linked below in the description of the video and the podcast. If you want to look at it, you can. You can study it for yourself. You can uh, look at it. You can look at the scriptures. You can uh, refute me. You can agree with me. Whatever you want to do, that's up to you, and that's totally up to you. 
and we will go forth from there. So next time we will be looking at the do's and the don'ts of an evangelist right here on the Stepping Stones of Faith podcast. Until then, I want to, I want to leave you with a blessing. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he turn his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. So until next time, I am Pastor Josh. God bless you. Thank you for being here today. And may the Lord bless you as you go through your day. Thanks a lot. See you next time.